With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. What's going on, everybody? Yes, yes, yo, and you don't stop. Big John, come rocking the short shot. Welcome back. Manic Monday. Wish it was Sunday. Forget that. I don't bet on Sunday. It's called the Pen HQ. Fastest show with MLB. Absolutely freaking anywhere. Come on, you know how we do it. 115 off the crack of the bat. This ain't madness. This is Sparta, baby. Me and you, the call to the pen crew. Rest of those shows losing steam. What? We are just getting started, man. We are just getting started. Flying around on the ball, water around the ball, fire. Let's go get it, everybody. Fire Sports, Jeff L, OPMG, B Sims, Tyler C, William, Craig, Brian, E. Yes, yes, y'all. The feelings assembled. We may not be huge, but we are freaking fierce. And there's absolutely nothing like this, man. All kidding aside, right? Me and you understanding. We're teaching, we're learning theory, advanced stats, application. Come on, all the just every single thing that all the ninnies out there and the midwits are not doing. Oh my gosh. Let's get into some of it. Show off some of the new ones in the context that you get here. Hat tip to my man Rob Pizzola. Man, you know, I missed this pudding. Game. Did he beat Rufus? If you know Jay, let me know. I don't know how Rob came in as a favorite. I watched him put the first time. I would have had him as a slight dog. <laughs> Rob, if you're watching, you know, we love you, kid. Oh, he won the boss. Like I said, Rob, heavy dog going in. Should have won that thing by a mile. We love you, Rob Pizzola. Take my man, the pizza man, north of the border, bringing you the large round. Let's go get it, man. It's time to do it. OPMG says, Big John's caffeinated. Feeling excellent, my friend. Just feeling fantastic. Like when I'm healthy, coming off a true day off. You know, I, I, we joke about the first lesson of the day, maybe one of the mo more important ones, right? Because we came out of the box flying, talking about energy and passion, sustainability, and that's the key to it, right? Anybody, a lot of people were yelling on their shows in, in April, right? There was a lot of yelling in April. And it gets a little quieter in May, and it slows down in June until July, and most of them are packed up their bags, and they're thinking about other sports because baseball mopped the floor with them. Not around here, man, right? You got to have fun when you do it. That's key number one to sustainability. Have fun when you do it. Surround yourself with good people when you do it. See, I'm checking my own boxes. And then for me, at least, I always take one day off a week. Coming from high-speed derivative trading, that's a really fast game, and it's six days. Also, there's no Saturday. It opens Sunday night. I used to count as a work day because there's a lot of money going on before anything even happens. I know, it's funny. And I, I found... You've got to take a day off, man. You always want one day off to just take a break from the math and the risk, sometimes even the frustrations of it all. So that's what we're all about, staying in the arena, right? That's what we really – is that not what betting is all about? Not depositing, right? That's what it's all about. Yeah, everybody wants to win. But anybody selling you these million-dollar dreams on, you know, even $100 accounts or $1,000 accounts, it just don't work that way. Player props of on. Hope you had a great weekend, my dude. We got to hook up again. Again, make sure everybody watching past the prop. They're, they're the best. Jay and Mono. That's, it's, such, it's so great, man. 
one of those one plus one equals three things. All right, let's get into the games. It's like an abridged slate. What if just an awful slate? And I'm way behind. DraftKings was down this morning, and you could you could see it affect other books. There were lot, entire game lines missing and F lines. F5 missing in particular, but now that it's up, they're starting to pop up. So, Jay and everybody, bear with me. Let's get down and do the thing that we do. Me and you, call to the pen crew, baby. First up, Houston Astros, Framber Valdez on the bump on the road, minus 150 dog against my boy Braxton Garrett, plus 125 on the road. Take a look at Valdez. He's been excellent. 3 3 ERA, 109 whip, OPS at 639. I mean, indicators agree. He's he's awesome. He kind of even added some of the strikeout stuff people doubted he had in the bag. I was so high on him. I'm taking the lap, right? 25K to 6% walk. 19K in his BB is not nothing. 29 CSW, he's been really good. You know he's a ground ball machine. Maybe next year we'll get ground ball props. How great would that be? 54% ground ball. The Hornet reaches. These are the guys you got to ignore it. Because he's got the expected wall, but right at 300 on the nose. I mean, the splits are all strong. Really hard to... Find a flaw with Fermin Valdez. Again, when he doesn't have the swing and miss stuff going, he just throws a lead sinker. Other side, Braxton Garrett, 408 ERA, 119 whip, 742 OPS. We've been mentioning this all year. You got to be careful with Garrett, his season-long stats. The freaking Marlins let him wear like a 12 or 13 earned runs in one start. Uh, pick any pitcher season you want and add 11 earned runs through an inning or whatever, two innings. Uh, honestly, they, they shouldn't have let him do it too. But again, part of what you come here for, the control through the roof for Garrett, 4% walk rate on the year, 32 and a half ball. Then he's got the bully stuff going, which you know I love. When first strike plus O swing goes over 100, he gets up, he gets ahead. And he makes you chase his junk, right? 67 first strike, 36 O swing, all really good with the 50% ground ball rate, all the stuff that we really like, 318 X but for Garrett. He's kind of struggling at home, which I noticed, again, you know, people wonder why how I'm able to pull this crap out of my hat all the time, you know. Follow me on Twitter at John Legaza, L-A-G-H-E-Z-Z-A. John Legaza, flow sharp under the razor, kid. Pin tweet. And it's football right now, but it takes you to the same site, Sharpener. Maybe I should just do a shebang shebang. You know, man, I'm hardly. It's 20 bucks for the season for the baseball, 10 for football. But, I mean, maybe I'll put them both together. That day being, I, you know, I've been doing this for years. And baseball, there's so much work, so many games, so many splits, so many details. And now with granular stuff, you need for props. I really think I bring the smoke with these cheat sheets. I really think they're off the hook. I really, guess I'm not patting myself on the back here. But I share it with people in the business, industry leaders, and, and get advice. That's why they're always, and I say always changing, but they've gotten better all the time. You know, you're formatting everything, everything kind of organized. And again, you see the language that we speak for any of the new listeners. Please, you know, rate, review, and subscribe. That shit just matters more than it should, man. Let's get through a thousand subs. Especially when we talk about pitching, it's very important, I think, to stay templated, right? To have a procedural methodology, not to be too nerdy about it, but it's the truth, right? That way you won't miss, that way you won't forget, and that way you can... It's weird, the human brain, then you kind of pick up the rhythm, right? So you notice, we do surface stats, then estimators, we do discipline, then we do elevation, and then into batted ball quality. And I'm not saying that that's the only way. For me, it seems intuitive. And again, I've had a lot of success doing analysis in this, you know, game of ours. That I really try and suggest to people to stay in that lane, you know. And again, when you have all the sheets and you have all the data and everything is in order, it will allow you to process information at a much higher speed. And again, that's part of my key to success. Anthony Roman, what's going on? 
Not the positive love of Johnny Perich. Oh, I was a, I was a follower of a preaching man. We're just going off the rails, man. Come on. You know, this show is, again, right? We're having fun, but this stuff is the stuff that matters. Yes, I would love to tell you, oh, I have all the winning picks because I can read the future. That's not the case. But what I can do is hopefully build the process, all the strong inputs combined with risk management, strong analysis, followed up with discipline. And boom, that has been the key to my success again over a very long sample. So let's get back into the games. Valdez v. Garrett. I, you know, I wanted to go under on this one. Jay, it's probably F5U4. If this one is U4.5, I will dig it. But if not, I think we got to leave it. Yeah, this... I would, well, we can, actually can get a 4.5, which I'm a little surprised. I guess that one... Hold on, let's pop into the offenses real quick. The Houston offense has been okay. Miami has not. I don't know. Houston's even been pretty good against lefties. That's probably the case for it. But even four and a half, there's a chance for Albert for Amber just sits on them. Let's take the U four and a half. I like that one. I've had success with these. Yeah, PPS, D, DK down just totally set me back. So like I hear you and I'm that's why I'm juggling a bit right now. They had no, it was totally down. The entire like MLB betting world was like on its face. You know, it was on its ass really. So yeah, I'm Algo scored a two two here. So I really have Love these U4.5. I've had some success. Last weekend, we dropped like two in a row. It happens. I think the the Reagans game, right? The Casey-Boston game kind of got away from us. It might have been Paxton, too. Anyway, these things happen. U4.5 on the Houston-Miami game. Move it up. This one was not even listed. I got Quinn Priester for the Pirates and Cookie Carrasco for the Mets. Again, I, I couldn't find any lines up, so I don't have anything. We could just do the analysis really quick. I mean, look at my pitching sheets. Up way over, unless this one, if this one is even, I don't know if there's F5 up, Jay. If this one is even, F5, U5, hold on, stop. Player props, if I want to know if I watch the Yankees game. Yeah, that's why. I, that's it. Can you imagine? That's what this thing is for. I'm smashing my head into the into the nearest fire hydrant. They <laughs> were surrendering roads. Come on, Clay Holmes has been so good. These things, it happens. But yeah, it's, the Yankees are a wreck. It's all good. So again, Mets not listed, but I think we can do the analysis, and I'll get you ready for when it is listed. So Priester's been terrible, 23 and two-thirds, 875 ERA, that's a 1-9 whip, OPS up near 1,000. This one might not be listed because they might be looking for a replacement. Every single indicator up near 5.5 or worse. Remember, again, the stuff you get when you hang with us. When you see, because again, we all, we always, there's always these arguments over which estimators or indicators are better, Sierra and XFIP and FIP or expected ERA and all this stuff. I tend to think expected ERA is the strongest. I don't want to throw away Sierra. When they're in agreement, that is a straight-up attack metric. So, again, keep that in mind. When expected ERA and Sierra are both at even five and a quarter or worse, even five or worse, and you go get it. Priest has been a disaster. 4.3K minus BB, so 17.5K to 13 walk, 41% ball rate. So right off the bat, you want to be looking at the Priester walks, you know, to go over there. Again, just a ton of hard contact, almost two home runs per nine, 360 expected Woba, trash at home, trash on the road. It's just, it's been really, really a rough go for this guy, man. All against Cookie Carrasco, tough go for him as well. You know, I've also been bringing up again, it's right, it's all about the nuance in the context, especially this time of year. You gotta be careful, year to date stats. You wanna make sure you're looking at at least a little bit. Again, there's no proper, correct, definitive answer. Man, I've been finding. I based some analysis on Eno Saris' work of around 400 pitches where we find some objective stabilization, right? So there's some data back there. Excuse me. But 
you can't just go to 30 days. I've also found, I know I was talking to Maddie about this. I'd like to get that like fifth or sixth start in. So I usually go 30 days in the calendar plus one more week to get you around that 400 pitches, get like six starts. To give you an idea of the more recent trend, and even that it's been a disaster for Carrasco, more than a 10 ERA last 30. He's got a 6-4 ERA, 1-6 whip on the season, 15K to 10% walk, 38% ball rate, 90% zone contact. So, I mean, this one is almost feels like an auto over. The bullpen stats are crazy as well. Mets just gave up 49,000 runs to the Braves. They have an 8 ERA last 44 innings, but a 4-6 ERA over 413 bullpen innings on the season. You know, 8% barrel, 1.5 home or 9. Those are all bottom five stats. Mets bullpen is not any good. Pittsburgh bullpen is average at absolute best. So I'd be looking to go over on this one. I don't generally like to go over double digits. But there's probably a good case for an O-10 here as well. Mets offense hitting a little bit for what it's worth. Pirates offense is not. But if you need to get right against anybody, it's Cookie. The one thing, you know, the Pirates have done the disciplinary basket for the Pirates very good. Top three in chase rate, number one zone contact, no double plays. Number one also in pull rate. You know, so just some of those, sometimes those are the underpinning stats that'll get you, you know, some runs against bad pitching. Let's move it up. It's the new, I should have waited to answer PPS. It's the New York Yankees. Clark Schmidt, holy Schmidt on the bump, plus 180 dog. That feels a little rich, man. Against, oh, Max Fried Eggs and those Bravos again, minus 220. I mean, listen, Schmidt's been. Very good as of late. And again, that's why I look take to use the last 30 split. He has a sub-4 Sierra, last 400 pitches thrown, which is pretty good. He also has a 103 or better across the board on the plus metrics. I've just recently added those, so that's stuff, location, and pitching plus. Um, Eno stuff that's now available for free on Fangraphs, right? So we're not taking anything. It's publicly available. Now, I know it gets some blowback, how valuable it is. I tend to think stuff plus on its own is good for fastballs. The entire basket is good together. You know, like, is pitcher good? If they have all three plus metrics, the answer is probably yes. Now, you want to be careful with Freeds. It's a small set, but he's been downright phenomenal. Right, 36 innings. That's a 2-5 ERA, 106 whip. Expected ERA at 2, Sierra at 3. I mean, it's phenomenal. 5% walk rate. He, all the things you expected, he kind of picked up right where you expected. 64% ground ball, 3% barrel, not a single blast, half a homer, 9, a 2, 15 expected Woba on the season. It's ridiculous, man. Max Bright eggs doing the thing. I mean, I, I'm wondering if I have an, an under here also. I do, because this one was listed F5U5. I'm under. Oh, but man, alive. I'm not going there. I can't, I can't go there. No. Well, Jay's starting to highlight some U5.5. He's using bet stamp. I'll tell you what, though, man. That's probably our indication that we're going to get there. So if you're under and you're reading the tape on bet stamp, you probably want to wait anyway. <sighs> I've kind of had a hard and fast rule not to short these Braves. Check it out. Braves, less 500 plate appearances. 101 runs. 28 homers. 302 batting average. That's a 918 OPS. 46% hard hit rate, 12% barrel. That's a 143 WRC+. That's really good. I know we, I've been trashing my Yankee offense. This is why I'm not going to the under. As good as fried eggs has been, Yankees have hit left-handed pitching and really hit it well. Matty was, was the one that pushed me off. Lazardo against the Yankees. 
and they smacked him up, man. Yankees, very good hitting left-handed hitters. 353 Woba versus lefties last 30. That's the Yanks. 354 expected Woba. Man, very hard to hang that. That is like pure validation. That's one of the best in the league. That's probably top five, and it probably implies like five and a half runs across nine. So that's why I'm going to pump the brakes on the under, just to give you an idea. You know, again, even just because I don't bet it doesn't mean you won't. Also keep an eye on... If you're going money line, it's so expensive, but as good as the Yankees bullpen has been, Atlanta bullpen's been downright freaking awesome. Now, even the season-long stats are top five bullpen on a season. I mean, Atlanta just rocking and rolling next up. Shopping with those elephants at on beach balls at J.P. Sears. Plus 170 dogs on the road against Miles Michaelis and those freaking cars, I swear. Miles Michaelis has costed me more money than anybody this year waiting for the regressions. It's just The regression monster just won't show up. Let's take a look at Sears first. 4-2-3 ERA, but a 112 whip. Now, you know I covered up the athletic whip being the strongest in-season correlator to earn run average, right? You're keeping runners off base with the high BAs, with the high BABIPs, with the steals going on. Right, even when it dropping homers, the rest of that stuff has fully compensated for it again. While you'll notice we'll mention backing bad teams sometimes because of high contact we're just kind of kind of playing to the babbit indicators are kind of in the middle he doesn't really strike out bad it was just a sears but the walk rate of five and a half ball rate at 34 and then the bully metrics again 65 first strike 35 o swing 100 right on the nose you know kind of it, it, the things we look for the problem is generally it comes with ground balls and he's like an extreme fly ball pitcher and that's where the problem has come and this is why I wanted a piece of the A's, but I ended up pumping the brakes. 56% fly ball, 13% barrel. This is J.P. Sears, right? So that's that's just a killer, man. You know, in, in a five-inning bet, a race to 15 outs, that home run is just absolutely devastating. You know, it is it is devastating. Now, I know the road numbers look really strong, 3-8-2 ERA, but all the indicators are over five, right? His XFIP is over five when you rest the home runs. So I get that I'm coming off a series. I mean... It, it's been rough, man, because the Cardinals hit, right? They, like, they're pretty bad as a baseball team, but it's really hitting. Check out the Cardinal offense. And again, crushing lefties, crushing righties, they have some mouthful. Woba, X, Woba, lefty, righty split, right? So all four, meaning lefty, Woba, lefty, X, righty, Woba, righty, X. Minimum 336. And the lefty side is minimum 349. Cardinals offense doing it right now. 268 team batting average, 804 OPS. The strikeout rate is best in a league. Listen, man, we talk about this all the time. I'm going to start stressing this for fantasy because really the fantasy crowd is not watching this show the way they should. I'll tell you, and it's some of my favorite podcasts, my favorite sharpest fantasy analysts. They constantly, constantly, I mean, the biggest mistake they make all the time and then wonder about it is... And they're facing Oakland. It's an easy matchup. You know, uh, Rotowire did this again. Jeff Erickson, Scott Jensen, not the name of names. I love them. Like, infinite respect. These guys are the freaking goats, man. They know it, okay? But they did it just today. I'm about to tell Oakland. Oakland stinks. Face Oakland. Oakland does not stink right now, okay? Oakland does not stink. I believe very strongly in my moving algorithm, moving average algorithm. We've showed in real time the ability to identify trend indication and a lot of times you'll find the leading indicator is discipline teams that stop especially quality teams right we picked uh houston san diego yankees and all oh, those teams are good well the yankees not so much but timing it is really what it's all about right and you'll notice when teams that are quality stop striking out start to 
maximize the amount of contact. That's when you are able to capitalize on the quality of contact, which goes back to the original feather that I mentioned at the outset of templating the information, right? That's why you don't, people love to run to barrels, barrels, that already hit something, that already hit barrels. You gotta get there first. You gotta get there first. Okay, so again, feathers in the cap, nuance and context, big man, big mouth, rate, review, and subscribe, because that shit matters. <laughs> Please, like, bring the show back next year. Seriously, tell your friends. So again, Oakland offense is not great, but they're middle of the pack. You gotta say, I got 13, I think it was 14. I don't want to tweet. I wasn't trying to make that much trouble. If you watch this show, you deserve all the rawness. There had to be 13 teams that I have listed better than Oakland, uh, worse than Oakland, I should say, raw metrics heading into today. And then they're facing Miles Michaels. Miles Michael is 4-2, ERA, 1-2-8 whip. Again, the indicators all around four and three quarters. The control is really good, right? 16.5K is so low, but the 4% walk. I swear, I've been running out guys for K-props. Again, he's striking my guys. It's ultimately frustrating. 7% swing to strike, 24 CSW. How does this guy strike anybody out? 16% whiff rate. That's like at the bottom of the league. Here's where I've been, why I've been going up against him, I should say. Something else I've been using is miss rate. Miss rate is the center box on Savant. Again, you can't just say, well, he misses a lot. Well, Tyler Glass now can miss center-center. Shane McClanahan can miss center-center. Miles center. Michaelis cannot, right? There's a distinct difference. That's when you get the stuff. Right? Nuance. Nuance, nuance, everybody. He misses a ton. 8.7% miss rate for Michaelis. That's as bad as you're going to find. Which is funny because he's very good at control, but his misses are bad. 90% zone contact. 8% barrel. And he just hasn't gotten punished at all for this stuff, even though the bad wouldn't show it, it's it's been lucky, man. I, I that's why I see it. Decent on I mean, everything's just decent. It's really not much to hang your hat on with Michaelis, except for the high location number. So let's hop into the offenses. I'm gonna mention Oakland, the low batting average because they're selling out right now. We've covered a few teams that have gone through this approach. The Giants, we're doing it for a little bit. It, it, it was funny. It was the Braves. The very first three weeks of the season, if you're here that that long, you know, bless your heart. Thank you. <laughs> what do I mean? So the average is low. The the K rate, the disciplinary stuff is actually not terrible. They really don't chase these. This is the A's. The, but they're elevating. 43% fly ball, that's top five. 48% pull rate, that's top five. 42% hard hit rate, that's top eight. 10% barrel, it's top eight. They have not gotten the production. It hasn't come. you got to piece them together, right? That's the problem. Other side, St. Louis, we mentioned it. They're really good. So, you know, I really couldn't get myself to the Oakland side of this. I want to pop to the Algo. And yeah, the Algo just has St. Louis offense kind of overpowering them. And maybe even leaning towards an over if this one was listed at 8.5. Because the bullpens have been pretty weak. We've been picking on the Oakland bullpen all year. St. Louis bullpen kind of getting it right. The ERA and Sierra are pretty strong, but a very high batting average. Not a lot of Ks, tons of zone contact. It's usually not the things we want from a bullpen, right? You want less contact, not more. So, I'm sorry. I'm sitting on the fence on this one, Jay. I'm just kind of glad today. I can't really get to it. Although, do me a favor. Just bring up the F5 pricing because like, that's where I wanted to lean. Even though, again, I, have, I do have St. Louis ahead. Sometimes I can be coerced. With the price, but I really I have St. Louis head. Yeah, plus money with that run that I love. But again, I just can't get behind Sears. And I worry about the way the Cardinals hit lefty. So just moving on. Enjoy the analysis. Sometimes the best bet is no bet. We could do that lesson if you want at the end. Next up, 
Patrick Sandoval, plus 150 dog on the road against Old Blue Eye, the chairman of the board, Max Scherzer, minus 225, favorite at home. I know I paired this one, put it in the bin. I got Texas by a country mile, but I've been worried about looking for run line covers for whatever reason. I think it might be the... Actually, you know what? I think bring up, bring up the full game pricing if the run line price is palatable, meaning plus 115, I'd say. It's worth a look, yeah. So, Jake, let's see if we can talk ourselves into it. Don't lock it in yet. Let's do some analysis, people. Sandoval, 386 ERA, 137 whip, 679 OPS. Now, again, right? I mean, we get to take a second to do some of the important stuff of how would you use the data. One of the reasons I hear people, what are the feedback? Part of the feedback that I get a lot that people enjoy is incorporating OPS. ERA and whip can be very misleading, and we can, we know why, right? Not just as ERA stupid, but it's because any two points make a line, right? You put any two points on a chart and it makes a straight line. It becomes very hard to validate, which is which. So again, I would tend to lean towards whip, but that's not everything. When you incorporate OPS, right, on base plus slug, again, nothing's perfect, but it gives you an idea on base percentage allowed. So you're getting walks in there, slugging is incorporated, so you're getting extra base hits, and home runs are incorporated, it matters. The third point will break or make a line, right? We use that in charting for technical analysis and trading. Okay, I don't know where else you're getting any of this shit. <laughs> Seriously, good luck with that. Good, good luck with that. I heard someone, oh, this team has a K rate, a low K rate. <laughs> that's, like, that's what you get. They spent five minutes. This team's on the road. Like, they won four Tuesdays in a row. And it just, like, this is so stupid. You know, I mean, clearly, this is clearly the smartest show on the internet, and clearly the smartest betting show in comment section anywhere. If you don't like it, whatever, I got two words for you. <laughs> a little DX thing. All right. So, again, three points validated, invalidate the line. Generally, a low whip and a low OPS would invalidate the high whip. But, man, I'm a little worried. Check it out. XFIP, K minus walk ERA, and Sierra at four and three quarters or worse. 19% K to nine and a half walk. So, you know, single digit K minus BB, that 37% walk rate. Do me a favor, bring up the Sandoval walk props. Those are always viable. Sometimes you could get those at one and a half and at like a normal price. If not, and you could SGP it, you know, maybe you go with the Sandoval overwalk and that Texas wind that I mentioned, right? Those two things kind of correlated. He's walking batters. Man, uh, over two and a half at plus money. I, we could go two on that. You want to go two on that? We could start getting into props like that, Jay, putting a dollar on him or putting two bucks on him just to try and build the stack up as we do. You know, we're doing so much good analysis and not pulling the trigger again. I take up a lot of responsibility for this. I have my own sub page and it's very hard to coordinate these two things, right? It's out hours earlier and prices change. We don't have access to all the same stuff. And again, I just don't want to get anybody in trouble. That's always my number one thing. If you do find yourself ever in trouble while betting, the last thing you should do is stop betting. I know it sounds like that sounds like crazy bad advice. What you need to be doing is stop putting live money on it, right? Continue betting, get a notebook and a pad, write everything down in real time. When you place your bets at the price, keep the record and the total. And then after 30 days, you show profit, you put money back in the account. So you just don't want to deposit. Again, if you find yourself depositing, you should have to earn it first in a combine. Jay, please clip this and tag Rob, okay, people? If you are losing and your account goes down to zero, you should not fund it unless you could show 30 or 60 days of profit 
on paper in demo mode. There's the best piece of advice that anybody could give you. This is coming from somebody with now decades of experience in high stakes risk ventures. All right, wrap that bow up. That's a great freaking lesson. So we're worried about Sandoval because the control was really bad. He's tended, he's been really good on the road. Again, you know, you gotta be careful with those splits. And as of late, last 400 pitches, the ERE is great, but all the indicators are not getting by with sub 98 stuff, location, and pitching plus. And again, in case you're into the nerdy stuff, the plus metrics do not work on a the same plus scale as WRC plus, for example, where a 101 is 1% better than 100. 10 is a standard deviation. So 40% of a standard deviation, 96 is a lot worse than 4%. To just give you an idea, again, I'm having trouble backing Sandoval. Scherzer looked awesome. He's in a great spot on a team competing. What else could you ask for? Checking all the boxes, right? 20K minus BB, 33% walk, 70% first strike, 34 O-swing. I mean, unbelievable. Anytime you're a couple ticks over that bully metric, that's a guy we want to get with. I hear people often cite the fly ball rate. I understand it's very high at 48. However, but, 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 big shaking butt, get the garden hose butt. 12 and a half infield fly, right? He's working up in the zone especially with nobody on base. So yes, you get home runs, but they're solo shots. I, that's the best that I can explain it. People are just... And Matt runs a home run roulette against Scherzer. No doubt he's probably going to give up a home run today. But it's probably going to be a solo shot. And it's probably not going to matter much in terms of the game. He's just been death on righties, death on lefties, fantastic at home, fantastic as of late. All this plus metrics in place. And we know the Texas offense is really damn good. 829 team OPS, number two in chase rate, last 500 plate appearances, 10% barrel, 126 WRC plus, 333 team Woba against lefties, flip side, Angels are just trash, I, I probably should have mentioned, we know whenever the Angels are playing, you need to look at the K props on the other side, Max Scherzer is probably 8.5 or 9, I just can't ever get there, but if you're into that stuff, go for it, that might also be another pair, if you want to pair his strikeouts with the win total, I guess I'm kind of now, I'm leaning myself towards the run line and i'll tell you why we have the first what i like to call a three phase edge we have a distinct pitching edge we have a distinct edge on offense and then you pop into the bullpen la angels last 50 innings it's a 5-6 era 177 whip 275 batting average allowed 14 percent walk rate 10 percent barrel yikes yowza on the other side texas really getting it going 36 and two-thirds that's a 172 era 0.85 whip 170 batting average wow 23 came in his bb really doing the thing only one loss last 14 games give me texas to cover the run line jay next up my dude this one automatically whenever you see seattle and kansas city Brian David, we see you, man. Better, listen, better late than never. Some might say you're fashionably late. You only missed about 47 jillion words. <laughs> 1.21 gigawatts. All right. It's Logan Gilbert and the Mariners against KC and Brady, the wedding singer. Bring up the F5 under. You know that's the first place we're going to look. Gilbert, we've been backing him all year. He's an ace. 3-6 ERA, 102 whip, 4% walk rate, 33 ball. Right? He's, he's another one for walk props anytime. Yeah, okay, so I think we're going to get a couple here. We definitely like the U, 4.5, right? Just cut to the chase. Gilbert's very good. Singer has been great as of late. Remember, waves, waves, sine waves. I think he's, oh, man, I got. I don't want to misquote. I, I, we, there were some tangible changes that I heard about. I don't want to misquote. These offenses are both okay. It's funny. You go by WRC+, Plus and it looks pretty good. It's not. It's not. I'm not buying it. Seattle strikes out a ton. Kansas City's offense is not very good. They're going to get done on average and BABIP, but there's just no power. 
I'm just not buying it. Kate, right? Again, they're kind of spiking, but I'm not buying it. They're not any good. So first things first, we want the U4-5. Let's take that one. Then I'd also like you to look at the Logan Gilbert walk props, Jay. Because if that one is under 1.5 and we're getting kind of a decent line, that's viable. Also, people, my parlay people out there, don't be shy. The players that we mentioned, you kind of put those together. I know people do that. Again, you got the old this some old fogey out there sucking his teeth. Ah, parlay. You can't make money doing that. Yes, you can if you dial down the risk. Yes, you can. Okay, so be quiet. Because you'll have a, a old boomer. I don't even get it. All the experience in the world, but the advice to me is not that good. They'll tell you to bet two bets juiced up. You got to hit them both to profit anyway. I'll never understand. I, I won't. I just can't get that. I don't get it. You got to pay max P premiums and you got to hit them both. Sometimes if you hit one out of two, it's a loser. And it's just ridiculous. It's, it's so stupid. It really is just so stupid. So let's get back onto it. Under, see, this is the problem with these and why you need to pair these things. The Logan Gilbert prop for anybody not watching is at one and a half minus 180. Since you have this awesome app up, Jay, um, clear your throat. Take 30 seconds to tell them about Best Stamp. I remember before we get out of here. Of course, John. I'll tell everyone about uh, Best Stamp here in a sec. Guys, if you want to improve as a sports better, the easiest way to do so is to use an, an odds aggregator tool like Best Stamp. Best Stamp just simply... Um, compares all odds across all sports books, uh, whether it be player props, uh, games, futures, all that. Save time and money, excuse me, by using BetStamp. Uh, download the app today. And a reminder if you are looking to sign up for new sports books and open more sports books, guys, you can see that link on screen betstamp.app forward slash call to the pen. Check out the link uh, in the description or the pinned comment. Uh, and if you sign up through there, it helps support the show. Thank you, Jay Bird. Killing those ad reads, my dude. William Craig, I see you. Thank you, man. You know, you guys just mean, guys and girls out there mean the world to me. William Craig says, Scherzer K's at 7.5 minus 105. And, and this is part of the problem in my game. Jay, bring that up. And if that's the case, we want that. And what I mean to say is, we carry like three dispositions, I guess. Like assumptions, right? Making asses of you and me. Because every, I feel like every single time I check a K prop, it's it's uh, it's not only juiced up; it's a full strikeout higher than I want it to be, right? You should do analysis and think of what you want the price to be. I know how they juice these things up, but if that's the case, William Craig's assures of seven and a half minus one hundred five. I want that. That you can get it. That one's live and that's out there. You take that one again. Let's take a look. We give out. Let's validate it. People looking for it. Seattle, oh, the strikeout stuff is awful. One of the, I think, bottom three in K on the, on the year, but also last 500 plate appearances, it's 26% K, 13 swinging strike, 35 chase, 83 zone contact. I mean, you got to put this stuff together. We've had such success over the course of the year. We had another double winner, double winner on Friday. You know, Friday comes or not on the weekend, and Monday comes, and I forget to boast how awesome we are, Jay, at these daily k leaderboard right we did we have we had the double then we have both of these we think we have both of them i think two of the five guys we had 11 strikeouts at was abbott one of them so like come on you're in the room what's going what's good man good to see you appreciate you sitting out today's card appreciate the knowledge and i we appreciate you man yeah i get you know I want you to watch a show every day but unlike a lot of the other betting shows i i feel like there's a it's gonna sound weird. I feel like there's a story arc 
to this show. Right? We we're building, like learning together. And a lot of times changes we make are because of lessons we've learned, talked about, thought about, then actually applied. So I, you know, you could turn on a show anytime but day, any day, I guess, and get entertained. But I really think betting or not, you kind of tune in 40 minutes. I know <laughs> I wouldn't miss if there was if there was another one of these, I wouldn't miss it for my life, man. All right, Seattle strikes out a ton. And again, building the tapestries, right? Be careful of just K-rate. You want to make sure they're chasing and losing in the zone. Scherzer's been a goat. Again, if I didn't see you get it up to you. I was flipping around. But if you get the seven and a half Scherzer Ks at near at good money, like that's a that's a certainty. Yeah, he's got it. Great call, man. William Craig, we appreciate you, brother. Great, great, great call. Yeah, let's hit that. Next up. Merrill Kelly and the Diamondbacks go to Colorado to face the gun show and Chris Flexen. I gotta hurry up. Well, this one should be easy. Uh, it wasn't listed again. I may be flexing. Is this one listed? I have a run line cover on this, like, uh, outright. I just have a, a, an absolute decimation. Oh, Jay said the other K one was burned, so I have to back it up. I did That was incorrect. So I, we had one We had one of the two winners and got another split, which is a, a victory because the odds are so freaking long. So, Jay, thank you for your honesty. Sorry if I missed that. Damani, Gronitz, and best ball draft. Yo, man, DM me, brother. Yo, hit me up, man. I'm playing... Uh, I'm actually moving over to drafters. They, I think that's where the overlay is right now, but I got tons of underdog stuff going on too, man. Yo, love that stuff, man. I'm I'm getting ready for full-on shift to it. Jay, bring up that board again. Doth my eyes deceive me. Did I see a minus two and a half on the run on the cover? All right, people, you got to forget this one. This is one. Is you got to pair Arizona or not at all. Oh, you want to pair Arizona with Texas? I think I paired them once. I think I might even add someone else. I can't, I can't, jeez, who the hell did I have? Oh, I had, yikes, I had St. Louis. And I think I liked that one because Arizona wasn't posted. I would have posted. So let's pair Texas and, oh, no, wait, we, we played the run line? Uh, so maybe back off. If you want to, if you want to pair the one I posted, I'll back that. Again, I just had the St. Louis model number so crazy. And even though I'm not a fan of Michael as he has done it. So if you want to pump the brakes straight at one, it's fine. I'll leave that one up to you. Again, we're in Colorado. They're going to be in Colorado all week long. Don't bother doing pitching analysis. It's really stupid. Yeah, I don't think this game is up. If you do get Kelly v. Flexen, that one is a smash spot for Arizona. It's a smash spot for the run line, although I generally don't like to pay attacks. Keep in mind, the Arizona offense has been struggling. The Arizona bullpen has struggled, but Colorado is like the worst team and bullpen combination in the league right now. Let's get into the next ones. The, the part, next one is my just-watch-it Game of the night, Grayson Rodriguez and the Orioles, plus 110, slight dogs on the road against you, Darvish, and the Padres. I mean, this is like playoff baseball. I don't, I'm not saying I don't bet playoff baseball, but I don't really bet playoff baseball because I'm generally looking for an edge. The price says it all. These guys are both excellent. Rodriguez ignored the season-long stats. He's been excellent as of late. He's now dragging up those plus metrics I mentioned. 111 stuff plus, 105 pitching plus. He's been very good. 345 ERA list, 400 pitches. Again, the indicators kind of agreeing. You, Darvish, has been a GOAT. We're... We had him as a positive regression candidate. Now that's been coming to fruition. He's been excellent as of late. Also, both I think Baltimore's offense has struggled too many ground balls, but still getting it done. They've struggled against righties. San Diego's been excellent. I mean, we were on top of that one. Just avoid them right now. They're smoking hot. Jake the Snake Cronenworth is the man right now. But one thing I have noticed, Baltimore has really struggled against righties. I was leaning towards like under here. Let me just check the algo, but I, I chickened out because of San Diego. I'd just like to be honest. 
No, I'm right. I might. I had like two and a half to two, which makes four and a half. So I'm out again. Just watch this one. This one should be fun to watch. Next up and last up. I want to bury the league because we got to get out of here, but this one's pretty easy to analyze. It's Rays and it's Giants. Jay Bird, if it's listed, just let's go with the Ray run line. This was our last act where I mentioned I was talking all that shite about trend indication. The latest one was the Rays. Okay, I'm on record with this. I've been very clear about like sounding the claxon. When you want to start backing these teams that are good but have stunk, and it's time to get back on board. Um, no, Rays to cover. Yeah, plus 125, you know I love that. I like anything over plus 115 when I get these kind of rings. Glass now is a GOAT, 315 ERA, one flat whip. I mean, he's just the man. 34.5K rate, 34 CSW. These numbers are broken. 37 whiff and 81 zone contact. He's freaking awesome, yo. He's so, so, so good. He's so, 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 so good. He's one of my favorite pitchers to go. Last 400 pitches, 165 ERA. Indicators agree. XFIP Sierra below three. 120 stuff plus. I mean, just ridiculous. He's striking out 35% of lefties and 34% of righties. I mean, he's been so freaking good. Ryan Walker's going to go for the Giants. Who's been good? But he's just opening. I worry about the following stuff there because I don't think they have the firepower on offense to back it up. Race offense are starting to show us the little bit that we like. Again, it hasn't happened yet. I'm trying to get in early on this one. The K rate has started to drop. The walk rate starting to pick up. It's still ugly on the surface. Remember, we're just kind of experiencing it. We're not through... The full 500 plate appearance, right? Once you get those a two-week sample, you got to get through two weeks before the sheet shows your production. So because we're watching it every day, I see the colors start to change. What I mean is, those sheets I mentioned, again, I really think it's the best $20 you could spend if you bet on this stuff. Just for the time it saves. I mean, 49 windows you'd have open. That when everything's formatted, right, blue to red, matching savant, when the color starts to shift, when it goes from that very, very, very dark blue, and we talk about jumping on these teams and attacking them, and it starts to shift down, you're getting the signal, right? Because they're starting to lift the ball also. They're hitting the ball hard. 113 WRC plus for the Rays' last 500 PAs. They were dog S lately. They're starting to get it going. Giants are atrocious. This is like the worst thing going right now. I, I They're just terrible. It's a 65 WRC plus. I mean, terrible against lefties, terrible against righties, too many ground balls, 12% swing, swing and strike. They just don't do anything. They've no, And they have no steals. You notice that also something we spoke about. Sorry, Jay, we're at 42. I got to get out of here, I know. These teams that struggle need contact. They need you gotta steal if you want to score runs. The Giants stink. They are too they galaxy brain this platoon stuff into the whatever, into the ethos. It's oblivion right now. You could jump on them. And then Tampa Bullpen and, and the ERA is about five last 50 innings, but the Sierra's at three and a half, the walk rate at seven. That's the stuff I'm looking for, one home or nine. Giant bullpen, 5-5, five, five, ERA, 4-2, Sierra, but a 1-5 whip because they have a double-digit walk rate. I think the Rays get it going and just... I'm sorry, that was the um, the pods. The Giants was a plus-4 Sierra. Low walk rate, 41 fly ball. They've eaten five losses the last two weeks. They're coming apart a bit. But I think Tampa just runs away with this one. So Tampa to cover, and we're out of here, everybody. Fast to show an MLB. Absolutely freaking anywhere. Take that one to the bank, yo. Thank you for watching. You know... Deep into August, man, if you're still watching this type of show 40 minutes in this deep into August, you are, you know, part of this. You are us, right? We are one. I am you. You are Sparta. Sparta, right? This is Bandis. Whoever, whoever thinks they're going to file through that little tunnel and take us down is going to end up in the pit. <laughs> All right, let's get out of here. I should have a really cool guest for Friday. I'm going to try and lock him in. And that'll do it. Rate, review, and subscribe matters more than it should. Jay did the little scan thing. Go check us out on BetStamp. 
and that will do it. Thanks for picking up what we're putting down. Enjoy the games. Enjoy your day when we're done with the book. Enjoy that pay. And remember, when you work this hard, there's a lot less light luck, yo. Peace.